0: Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. A show dedicated to the love of animation and feeling like a kid again. Let's go back in time to when Cats defended Third Earth. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard.
1: I am the terror that flaps in the night.
0: And knowing was half the battle. Yo, Joe! Let's go back with Saturday Morning Rewind and your host... Tim Nidell. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Saturday Morning Rewind with your host Tim Nidell. That is me, and if you follow us on Facebook, which you probably should since you're listening to the podcast right now, you may have seen the post I made about three or four months ago when I said the show was retiring. And obviously, there's a brand new episode right now. So yes, that is true. I did plan on retiring the show a few months back. You know, just got too busy. You know, life is just going crazy right now, just a little busy. But you know, I thought about it. I really missed it. I missed you guys. I missed talking to the fabulous voice actors out there. And I don't know, I just don't feel like it's done. It didn't feel right. So I am back. I'm going to say right now we are unretired. I'm pulling a Tom Brady. We are not retiring. We are back to monthly episodes, which I'm excited about. And for today's episode, we have the super talented Kenny James, the official voice of Bowser from the Super Mario franchise. <laughs> this interview was actually recorded live in 2019 when I hosted a panel with Kenny James at the uh, Reno Pop Culture Con in November of 2019. I do want to give a huge shout out to my loyal Patreon supporters. We've got the great producers of this episode, Gemma Bright, TJ Garvin, and Luis Alvarez. And of course, our executive producer of this episode, Mike Clemens love you guys. You guys stuck around. You know, I really do appreciate that. And if you're listening right now, and you also want to support the podcast, please go to our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Click on the donation tab, and you'll find all the Patreon information right there. And that's where you become a producer or executive producer of the show. I also want to thank everybody for the positive iTunes reviews that we've received in the past three to four months. I think we've got about nine new reviews on iTunes, which is awesome. Uh, Two of them were one-stars. Don't quite understand that, but you are entitled to your own opinion. And I believe the other ones were five-stars, which is amazing. Thank you so much for that. And again, if you're listening and want to also help out that way, please think about leaving a positive iTunes review.
1: Oh, (laughs) are we on? Yeah, of course we are, cow. Oh, righty, big brother. What now? Oh, I remember... Hello! This is Kyle, and I'm chicken. We're gonna take a quick break from the show to bring you this interview from Saturday morning rewind. Get out of here. What are all these people doing in my room? It's a little intimate. It's a Frank Sinatra thing, I think that was. What are all these people doing in my room? Come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. So, I'm gonna start off like basics. When and how in the world did you come out here? Oh man, uh, some of you might have heard this briefly, but it was a right place at the right time story. You know, there's a lot of those that go around, but uh, I used to be a uh, propane service tech. I worked for Suburban Propane. And yes, I can, I can do it. I can sell propane and propane accessories, I'll tell you what. (laughs) I used to work with sweet lady propane. Yep, anyway. So I was doing my job as a service tech and my service partner and I were working at this house on Bainbridge Island, which is across the water from Seattle, and uh, I was talking about starting to do some voice work. I had built myself this little tiny website and uh, I had gone to a class at the University of Washington Experimental Campus, put on by this guy named Nigel Lloyd Neal, voiceover guy. And uh, he produced a demo for me. So this lady hears me talking about doing one-liners for some guy in Canada. I I, I don't know how he found me, but he found me on the internet and was paying me say, eight bucks a piece to do impersonations of Scooby and Shaggy and stuff for answering machines, right? It was bizarre. It'd be like, like little scripts of these one-line or two-line things where it's like, hey, Scoob, answer the phone, man. And I'd go, mm mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, weird stuff like that, right? Or, or some New York guy or something. It was, it, so I was just doing these one-liners for like eight bucks a piece. And I'm talking about going, hey, I'm on my way, man. I'm going to be a famous voice guy. And uh, the customer, she says, oh, you do voice voices? And I said, yeah, well, I hear voices all the time. But yeah, I'm, I said, I'm working on it. And um, she says, I'm a part-time producer at Bad Animal Studio in Seattle. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. She goes, do you have a demo? I said, yes, I do. Here's my web address. She sends the information over to uh, Wendy at Bad Animals, the production coordinator. And she started sending me auditions. And the first set of auditions she sent me were something as huge, you know, it was Sly Cooper 3. And there were four characters that they sent for me to audition. And I did all four of them and got none of them. Which is, that's the way acting is in general. It's rejection after rejection after rejection. You just go uh, audition, audition, audition. You package it up, you email it away, and forget about it. Because if you dwell on it, you'll go insane. So, a couple, uh, after I gave up on those, didn't hear anything, I'd done a couple of other auditions for some other things and then the Bowser one came up. And they sent me the lines from Super Mario Sunshine and Scott Burns, his actual voice recordings from the sessions. So it had outtakes and all kinds of stuff in it, it was really funny. And I thought that because they sent me all that stuff, that they would want me to do a direct impersonation of Scott's Bowser, which, you know, if you know Sunshine, Bowser was talking, and it was kind of a, Mario, how dare you interrupt my family vacation? And so I did that, and I thought, well, that's stupid, but I'm going to send it away. And I sent it away, and I forgot about it. And like two weeks later, I get an email that said, you got that job. And I was all like, what? And so now, since then, I've said maybe four words in English in 15 years. They didn't want him really to talk anymore. So I have said Sunshine, Nintendo, Peach, and Mario. I think that's the only four words I've said. And uh, the rest of it's all Bowserese, which you're familiar with, I'm sure. But uh, that's, so that's how it happened. And Was that a long enough story? No. No, okay. Well then I was no anyway. And how many games now? Can you even
0: keep track of
1: that? IMDB says forty six. They're never right. I think. So and Nintendo stays up on that pretty okay. pretty good. I mean I get notifications on IMDb pro if I've even been attached to a project. So yeah, I think it's pretty accurate, I don't know. And do they always get
0: you to do the lines again? I mean, it would make sense to regurgitate previous recording sessions, wouldn't it? Yeah, some of
1: it's lifted, some of it's not. Okay. Uh, but I've done, I've done 15 years' worth of, of here's and there's. That's awesome. Of yeah. growling and snarling and, and all that jazz. <laughs> there's a question I have to ask my
0: podcast, Saturday Morning Rewind. You have been attached to that character for so long. Do you ever have any, like, weird dreams of that <laughs> character? <laughs> or anybody in the Mario
1: games? No, actually, I don't think That's I have, but, but I don't remember dreams a lot. And if I do, they're, 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 they're so fleeting, you know, they just wisp yeah. away, and they're gone. But, uh, no, I'd mostly, if I have dreams that have anything to do with performance or anything, it's always theater stuff, where... I have to go on stage, yeah. but I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't remember yeah. lines, or you don't know blocking, you just don't know the show. And everybody's looking at you, and you're trying to ad-lib things. It's a horrifying dream if you've done theater. Because it's, if you do theater, it's either already happened to you, or it will, that you are going it to will. blank out. <laughs> you're going to be on stage in front of a couple hundred people, and you're going to go... And you have no idea what you're supposed to say. Uh, I've done that more than once, I must say. But at, the, at least in one of them, I was working with a guy, It's a really good friend of mine, but he had a, a mind like a little mini computer. And he would pretty much have everybody's lines down. And I do an, I was in uh, Blithe Spirit and I was playing Dr. Bradman. We're all very British, you know. And I had a martini. And I'm standing there. And he fed me my cue line in the conversation and I just stared at him, right? I stared at him and sipped my martini. (laughs) And just stared. (laughs) Never changed my expression, just stared. And he finally takes my line and squishes it around so that it worked. And then my next cue, I did the same thing. (laughs) I just stared at him. I was like, you gotta save me again, man. And by now, with the lights and everything, you're already hot. And I'm starting to bust out in a sweat, right? I'm like, oh my God. I have a paragraph coming up, and I I still can't remember it. I'm I'm terrified. Oh, I was horrified. I was completely horrified. And I finally just relaxed. I remembered my blocking, and I moved around this couch, and I sat down on the couch, very proper, you know, back straight sipping my martini, which was just water with olives in it, you know? And uh, I needed the water really bad, because by then I was dry, man. I was like, I'm dying up here! So, finally, it comes back right before the paragraph. But anyway, I don't even know why I'm talking about this. I love it. That but why. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the way it goes. Anyway, so any more Bouncer questions? Right? Yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, your throat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. do you
0: maintain? that voice and then after what do you do to continue your gig as bowser you got to treat it oh, and take care of it
1: i'm uh am self-described as my voice's worst enemy i do not take care of my voice well I, I i should especially since i'm no spring chicken you know but uh i sing i can sing rather well <laughs> according to me <laughs> no, actually, I've done a lot of musical theater, but uh, I've I've blown my voice to pieces, especially with Meowser. You guys know who Meowser is, right? It was a uh, 3D world, the Cat Bowser Cat pow- pa- Bowser Power Up, and uh, they when we did that session, I turned the page on the script. Bowser has a script, and I turned the page on the script. and They are like moving on. I'm like, all right, here we go. And I looked at the top of the script in quotation marks. It said Meowser. And I was like, meowser, I I laughed. I said, that's hilarious. What does it mean? So they described the power-up to me. They're like, he's gonna have whiskers, and he's gonna have ears, little kitty ears, and a tail. And I was like, cool, what do you want him to sound like? And there was this pause, and then they went, click. We don't know. (laughs) And I'm like, great. Okay, give me a minute, right? I'm just like, give me just a second. And I'm in a big room. It's a big cutting room at Bad Animals. It's also used for foley. So there's shelves with, like, shoes and weird stuff on them, right? And I'm just standing there staring at these shelves full of junk, you know, going, all right, cat Bowser. I can't make him meow. Meow. kind of Bowser. No, he's too big for that. So I'm a like, wild cat. So I was like, wow, Not good enough. Needs to be bowser So you have to do both at the same time where you get a meow, <laughs> yeah? So I did that for, oh God, by the time we got done with Bowser Meowser stuff, it had probably been nearly a couple hours, and I could taste blood oh, no. in the back of my throat, so I was blowing my vocal cords to pieces, wow. and with Bowser, though, a lot of it's not really, if you know, we probably don't know anything about voice, but if you did, if I had a diagram, I would show you, right? <laughs> Look it up. Interwebs. Wonderful. So I was, um, I'm, I'm using vocal folds more, I think, with Bowser than, than vocal cords. Your vocal folds surround your vocal cords, and that's where I, I'm able to drop into that I don't exactly know how I do it. I just do it. It's really weird. But, uh, so, I think that's where the uh, hemorrhaging was starting to come from. It wasn't in my actual vocal cords, so I, haven't, I don't think I've actually scarred my vocal cords. But, it's tough. Yeah. It, uh, it starts to hurt after a while.
0: So, in other words, you're saying that you'll have maybe five more years of voice and it. Oh, maybe. I, well.
1: I don't know. There is good news, though, for all you anime fans out there. You know? I just I moved to Flower Mound and hopefully we'll be starting to do some anime dubs so that's oh, a, so, yeah oh, so Wow, yeah. it'll be great fun it'll be fun I've always wanted to do animation oh, yeah. so might as well do dubs yeah, yeah. No. at least it's English and not Bowserese <laughs> I can speak English I tried to tell that to Nintendo too I was like after the first couple of sessions I had the, the same director producer for the first couple of sessions his name is Nate Bieldorf and he uh he was like, "All right, doing a good job. You want to take a break?" I'm like, "No." And I went, "You guys know I can speak English, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's great." But if you think about it, there aren't really any Nintendo games where there's any English. There's, it's all going, go girl, noises and and a, you know a, a speech bubble, and it, oh, and it's it's a whole paragraph, and it goes, oh. <laughs> you know, so. Same thing with Bowser-Ease, I mean, he goes, and it's, it's like five lines in the box, and you're like, wow, that was it. <laughs> it's a pretty good gig if you can get it, you know? yeah. I know, <laughs> I
0: know yesterday you were actually playing
1: Mario Kart. I was. How, how did that go? Oh, that was fun. That was more actually more fun than I thought really? it would be. Yeah. How would you play um, We played four games before we ran out of time. Uh, what they did was they gave numbers to these, this group of kids, and so one through three would come up and we'd do a race, and they let the kid pick the track and in the first race, I think I finished ninth. Okay. Not good. But I told them, I was like I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna get my hiney handed to me by these little kids and the littler they are, the more they scare me. But I think second race I won by accident because truth be known, I was gonna throw it. Right? I was going to throw the race because I wanted little kids to win. They get, then they get to go to their yeah. school and go, I beat Bowser! Oh, he's, he's not good. <laughs> but instead, I was like, wow, oh, race finishes and the, the, the guy that was doing all the announcing and stuff, he's all like, oh, Bowser wins! I was all like, oh, well, that's cool. I didn't mean to do that, though. Yeah. <laughs> But I legitimately finished ninth in the first race, and then 3rd on the second, or the 3rd race, I think, and then 8th on the 4th race, so I really wasn't racing that well. Yeah. So. The little kids were the last race, and that was the one that killed me. A little bitty, little bee girl sitting next to me, is like like 5 years old. And I'm all like, oh my god, I have no idea what button is which. So yeah. Speaking of
0: games, I grew up on the NES. Yeah. What about yourself, did you play the NES as well?
1: Yeah, I was in my twenties by then, though. Yeah. Um, I was in the Navy at the time, uh, 1985 when it released. And that Christmas, my first wife, <laughs> my first, my first wife got me the whole system with the robot. Yeah, The yeah, gyro, yeah. that game with yeah. the gyroscopic things and all that. Didn't work very good. No. Nope. Uh, you could never keep them spinning fast enough, not on D batteries, man. They should have made that thing powered, plug in. Yeah. But, anywho, so I had that whole system. I got it for Christmas. So, yeah, I've been playing it since it started. Wow. Duck hunt. Duck hunt. I hated that little dog. That little dog. Everybody, yeah, I think everybody hates that little dog. My wife uses that dog's laugh as the notification for when I text her. So, luckily, I'm not usually sitting right there when I text her, so I don't have to hear that thing going, Get you, man.
0: Does anybody have a question they would like to ask? Anybody? Yes. So forgive my ignorance. I didn't know you could sing. Could You serenade yes. us for like twenty
1: seconds. <laughs> I'm all like, what would I sing? Uh, that that will that will stay within the damage that I've done over this weekend so far. <laughs> I've done a I've done a lot of musical theater. I've have been in bands. I used to. Have, my hair is short. Right now I'm like really short. I used to have hair down up just about to the waistband of my Levi's. Once upon a time, but... Uh, <laughs> no, can't do it. I'm trying to think, Is what, what could I sing that would be easy enough to prove that I can sing? Uh, no, no, I was thinking more theater stuff, because that's, that's where my brain lies.
0: Phantom of the Opera.
1: Phantom of the Opera, no. Uh, I was in Evita. I played the uh, Tango Singer, Magaldi. All right. Yeah. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> On this night of a thousand stars, let me take you to heaven's door, where the music of love's guitars plays forevermore. <gasps> oh, my God. I've been in an opera. What's that? I was in an opera once. Oh. I was I was in La Boheme. Ruben. I was in La Boheme. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's a tenor. That's a that's a really first tenor kind of a thing going on there. That was it was it was it sounds like more than it was because I was the uh, I was Parpignol, the toy seller. So Parpignol has like two lines, and they're both the same. It's just a repeat of the same line. He says, which is who will buy the toys of Parpignol? You know, buy my stuff. He's a vendor, man. He's walking around with all these toys on him, trying to sell stuff for Christmas. But yeah, so I got to, to sing in La Bohème. It was great. Awesome. <laughs> you
0: mentioned being in the Marines, and you were on. No.
1: The no, I wasn't. I was in the Navy. Navy, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. on yeah, yeah. a submarine, right? Yeah, I was on submarines, man. I did eight. What was, I did eight strategic deterrent patrols in the 80s. Wow. Well, thank you. Oh yeah, it's cool. I finally got it on my driver's license. Now it says veteran. Oh. I was like, all right, I can park in those spots. <laughs> those spots, and I did the other day before I came here. I went to Home. I went to Lowe's and I drove to Lowe's and I, my wife was with me and I was like, hey, I can park in the veteran spot. <laughs> it's right by the front door, man. It's like having a handicap placard, you yeah? know. It's like, all right, I finally get to, to, it pays off, besides the VA loan I had for my house once upon a time, but that worked, yeah, that was good. Any other questions? Yes. Do you ever switch into Bowser in real life? Oh, yeah, I laugh at, I, I'll growl at people or laugh at people all the time, because my wife will spring it on people. We, we, we'll be at Cracker Barrel or something, and she'll be all like, yeah, my husband's the voice of Bowser. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> And then I'll be all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, check please. Um, is it free now, you know, because I did the voice? Yeah. Here's some cracker barrel chicken. <laughs> Any other questions? Yes, I am yeah. just this strange. What's it like voicing a
0: but having so much community
1: still? you know, uh, it's a whole separate right. item, man. I mean, it's just like People are like, oh, well, we had no idea you were such like a regular guy. So there's a huge separation, you know, between character and and voice guy. So it, I didn't even think about it most of the time. Except for if I'm playing a game and I, and I my own character is beating me, you know. <laughs> That's come up before, too. I'm, if I spoil your question, sorry, but I've been asked so many times on panels about... Wow, what's it like being like voice of a character that gets beat all the time? <laughs> and I'll be all like, "Let me cross that off." I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> listen to this. How many times does Bowser beat you before you figure the pattern out, right?" Oh. So I've, I'll stand up sometimes Thanks. and go, "I'm twenty and one, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who's beating who? You know." Yeah. Eventually, yeah, you're gonna figure it out and you're gonna beat him. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes not so much. I had problems with some of the Galaxy ones. Some of the Galaxy Bowser battles where I was like, huh? what am I, I'm supposed to jump and then what? Hui, huh? So I got beat a lot on those. I'll admit that. I'm not really very good at Mario games. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) Ask those little kids I raised yesterday. They'd be all like, (laughs) Yeah. Any other questions? Way back there. <laughs> wait, wait, I, I couldn't hear it. do my for Oh, yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> I don't know, maybe for, with Scooby-Doo or something. Yeah. But uh, Nintendo, no, I don't record oh, things. Yeah. Not, with, not with Nintendo's material, I don't. <laughs>
0: some question
1: yeah I think so uh, I don't remember uh, I was checking I was checking some stat stuff on on uh, the internet and I was like wow I, my uh, IMDB profile thing was like way up and then it crashed back down because you know I'm not that popular but what is that, the star meter thing? Yeah. 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 It, was, it went way up there for a while. I was like, this is great. It's back down in the toilet now. You know? Nobody knows who I am. They don't care. Wait till the movie. Wait till the movie. Oh, I don't know anything about the movie. So don't ask me about the movie, because I don't know. I seriously don't. I have no information. They've told me nothing. I check IMDB Pro. I'm like, eh, push cast no cast listed. I'm like, ah. So as for all I know, you know, they'll go and they'll they'll uh, find Michael Keaton or something. Hey, you wanna play Bowser? Yeah. You know, and, and I love Michael Keaton, but, you know, it's like uh, Bowser would wind up sounding like Beetlejuice. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is a great voice. It's hard to do though, but it hurts almost as much as Bowser <laughs> does. Hey. Yeah. When it comes to
0: new games, I know Nintendo likes to use code names. Are you able to disclose ones they've used previously, or is that kind of off limits? Oh,
1: God, I'm trying to remember what they called Odyssey. It did have a code name, though, and it was on the script. It, it's red in it. It was red, I don't remember. Yeah. It was red something.
0: Red, red Dead Redemption. It was. Uh,
1: boy, I wish I'd have been involved <laughs> no with that. Kidding. I could do the yeah. accent, so they could have hired me, but uh, of course I didn't know nothing about it at the time. God, I love that game. (laughs) Did you play it? Yeah, I've I've only played it through once. I finished with High Honor, so the the whole spoiler horse thing uh, just destroyed me. I lost a horse getting hit by a train, too. It was so sad. It was a thoroughbred, so in the game, not a great horse, there were better horses. But I named him Horsey Face and he was a good horse. And we had the maximum bonding, you know, so... And there were some Lemoyne Raiders shooting at me. And I got off the horse, and I thought we were far enough off the train tracks. And I've got tunnel vision because I'm using a rifle with a scope, and I'm going to pick these clowns off. And I hear the train coming, and I'm like, we're fine. That's cool. Boom! Horse went flying, man. Wow. The (laughs) horse... The horse, my poor horse, Horsey Face. I've got great horse names. Uh, Horsey Face was dead. De- Horsey Face was so dead that I couldn't revive Horsey Face with the horse reviver. Too far gone. It was already turning into back just just a saddle. Because that's all you got left. Once the horse disappears, it's like you got your saddle. Oh, man. When I, when I've, uh, when I was playing uh, Skyrim, My character's name was Sazer, Sazer, and that way, it's this thing, you know how everybody in their family has like sort of a private language, some words morph into other things and stuff, right? Well, ing is saying, and it came from one of the kids, I don't remember how, but so I was like, all right, so that horse's name, because my character's name was Sazer's, or Sazer, was Sazer's horse. (laughs) It's a brilliant name for a horse. Now, my replacement horse in Red Dead 2 was a spotted horse. She was all white with black spots all over. Her name was Spotty Horse. And she was nice right up until she got shot. You should never own a horse. I think you're right. Yeah. All right, so what's next? (laughs) We've talked about some weird stuff, haven't we?
0: Yes. When you play Skyrim, did you keep uh, Charles Martinet's
1: uh, dragon alive and kill him? Oh, you know, <laughs> you know what? When I was playing Skyrim, I didn't even know he was the voice. So I found that out later on at, at a show somewhere down the road, you know, a few months back. And I was all like, looking at his table, and I was like, "What is this? What? I didn't know you were in Skyrim, man. You're a dragon you, God, Really? You get to do all the fun stuff." <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I didn't even know he was at the time. Any other questions? Man! Nah. Nah. Yes! Out <laughs> the Anything? Okay.
0: No? Seriously? For Bowser? I All right.
1: could talk about uh, my cat. I have a kitty cat. Who has a. What? Are you pointing at somebody? Yes. Did you How do you make each Bowser noise unique? They, you know, they'll do some directing, and it's really bizarre because Bowser sounds pretty one or two dimensional. But they actually do throw direction in for variances of the character, like dry Bowser uh they they said um, uh, so we need some stuff he falls in lava or right, and he comes out and he's all bones right and i'm like cool <laughs> and they're like so just do what you normally do but drier <laughs> i kid you not there's a lot of times where they are like do that again a little bit longer but wetter <laughs> okay i can do that so but with the with the uh With the dry bowser thing it's just as an example i mean normal bowser's like and it's all just regular growls only he doesn't talk i shouldn't do that but uh with dry bowser i just open up more and so it gets more of an air rush through the chords and so instead of it being that that vocal fold it comes out more of a so it's like Instead of, and they haven't made me make him sad, really, except that <laughs> I have a, I'm having a flashback. It's like one of the earliest recessions that I had was for Galaxy. I recorded Mario Kart Wii and Galaxy at the same time. And at the end of Galaxy, when his whole galaxy's collapsing in flames and everything, and he looks so sad, right? He's like up in the sky like this and they had they had a clip of that that was it was a rough finish and they were like so just sort of kind of go with the flaps you know it's kind of like doing anime and I wound up doing stuff that they didn't use because it it sounded because I'm watching it and I'm going num, 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 num.
0: <laughs> like a cookie monster over.
1: yeah so that was really kind of funny and I did it several times like that I couldn't stop doing Because he's just wailing at the sky, you know, and then finally I don't know what it sounds I, I forget what it sounds like at the, by the end of it, but it it wasn't so much it was more of a <laughs> falling off of things is fun too, you know, we've so fall you you got knocked off the track or you whatever you're falling Yeah? How far am I falling? I don't know, go for a few seconds. (laughs) A few seconds, great. Okay, thank you for that. And it's me that decided to put a lot of vibrato in it when he falls instead of just going I'll go Now do it again, but wetter. (laughs) All right? But emotion, haven't had to do too much emotion. He's had been a little sad, a little mad, a lot of mad, a whole lot of mad. Yeah. What else? No, What's your cat's name? My cat's name is Lily, and she's black and she's fluffy. She's like long-haired. She's crazy. Yeah. Yes. You know, they didn't have me in to do that. As far as I know, that was just lifts, so. But I love I the video. The video was awesome. I've watched it like a whole bunch of times. Cause it's just so cute. That's so good. Whenever you do the angry you have to get it kind of that I use my hands a lot to help me. <laughs> when I record, I'm constantly doing this. And so if it's angrier, it gets, more, it gets more balled up, you know, like with the frustration. But, and that, you know, Bowser stomps around a lot. And that stomping, if you're doing that as a performance, uh, you can't actually stomp your feet in the studio because you're, you're standing in front of a $5,000 mic that I, one time I was recording and there was a fly. And I could hear it in my headphones. I'd hear it, not not flying around like way far away, but you know, they as they do, they buzz you, and and that's I'd hear it go, and I'd be all like, what the hell is that? And I go, there's a fly in here, man. And they're like, click what? I go, there's a fly in here, man. You don't hear it? No, we haven't heard it. I'm like, all right, maybe I'm imagining it, but so you can't you can't stand in front of a mic and. You know, I, I, as a rookie, I did that, and director was all like, don't stomp your feet, man. I was like, oh, I was trying to make it sound like he was stomping. Well, no, you can't, you can't we can hear that. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So you have to, you have to just use your body, right? I'm standing up, and when I'm, when I'm stomping around, I just drop my weight, and it causes your diaphragm to like because you're tossing all that weight in here. So it's no stomping. What else? What what else we got? <laughs> yeah, uh, I've actually I've been collecting fan art too. Um, Sadly, not every single piece, you know, makes it home, but uh, some of them have, and I, some of them I'll take pictures of it to save it because I can't keep everything. I talked to Charles about that. I was like, some kid brought us these little, these little eight, you know, eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, and in big old giant clunky letters, it said, to Mr. Kenny, with one in, from Kyle. And it was a picture of Bowser that he drew that was about this big but it looked like some kind of a beetle or something, right? So that's what a, like a three-year-old does, you know, three or four years old or whatever. And it's the sweetest thing ever. And I, Charles was right next to me at, at that show. And, uh, and I go, oh, you got one too? Because two Mr. Charles from Kyle, and it was Mario, you know. And I go, I've got this stuff is starting to accumulate. And he goes, I just throw them away. And I was like, well, I can understand that now because he's got seven or eight years of doing cons. I've only been doing them for about a year and a half. So I take pictures of it though. I archive it electronically. And then some of the really artsy pieces because even artists from Artist Alley, you know, they'll just show up at my table and go, hey man, I just whipped this out for you. And I'm like, dude, that's so sweet. Actually, because I left my banner in Houston, part of you have heard this story. <laughs> <laughs> I left my banner, my beloved banner in Houston. That's why I don't have a banner at my table. It looks kind of Skid Row. But uh, I, uh, I forgot what I was talking about now. How you got the picture drawn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the ones that are hanging up behind me. Two of them are art pieces that came from the artists over there, so I was very appreciative of that. I was like, I need something bigger than one of my 8x10s. That was sad. I left my banner. But I have um, somebody, uh, a vendor gave me a little uh, Bowser's Castle uh, piggy bank thing. I keep that on top of one of my speakers in my studio. And uh, I have five different amiibos of Bowser. They're all different. You can find them if you go on eBay. That's where I had to go. My first, my first amiibo I bought at uh, uh, GameStop. But then after that, I went, I went on the internet, and I was all like, all right, I need to find this other weird-looking one. And it wound up being the black Skylanders Bowser, black one. So cool. Wow. What's that? It's got, he's, well, he's, he's, it's the typical Skylander thing with the, he's standing on an engine, looks like an engine. And then he's got a big old battle hammer, you know, that mallet. Yeah huh, no, I don't have, I don't, have a deal, so. but yeah, I've got a few pieces, little kid brought me a painted rock one time, a little bitty painted rock, but it had a uh, toad on it, but I was like, eh, close enough, <laughs> I kept that, I keep that up there, you know, I have a cat, I have a stuffed cat from, I was in a production of Peter and the Starcatcher, which is kind of a sequel to Peter Pan, really fun show, insanely fun, and my character was a ship captain, a jerk. And uh, he had this ship's cat, and it was played by this stuffed cat on a stiff thing, you know. So he could make the cat fly around and stuff. and It was really bizarre. And I named the cat. The cat didn't have a name in the show. I named her, and I think it was supposed to be a him. I named it a her, and I named her Tortuga. So, and the people are like, oh, you named a cat a turtle? And I go, no, I named it because of, of Pirates of the Caribbean, because they're always talking about Tortuga, you know. Everybody wants to go to Tortuga. So And now she sits on one of my speakers and she's got an engraved uh, uh, tag on a really nice chain. It says Tortuga on it. It's really cool. So yeah, I keep stuff. <laughs> that was a long answer, wasn't it? I tell you guys, and some of you have been standing at my table during this weekend. I can talk. I, don't, I will not shut up.
0: Do you have a favorite booth memory or a favorite
1: Recording. <laughs> I was just talking about it over there. <laughs> I, was in, I was in Alabama for a first year con and uh, Bible Belt, man. So Sundays, really, really slow. And these volunteers were all telling me, it's, it's church. Everybody's at church. After 2 o'clock, you watch, they'll be here. And I was like, all right. Well, I had a Q&A on Sunday, just like this. Only two people showed up. And my agent wanted to cancel it. He was like, "It's ridiculous, man, come on. And then the guy was all like, nope, she's prettier than you, so you're he's gonna talk to him, all right? I said, there was a table. There wasn't like a stage set up like this. There was a table and uh, I just, don't, don't hand me a microphone I was like come here guys and <laughs> they just sit at the table I was like let's just chat and we just sat at the table hey how's it going well this, this chick the guy had been there on Saturday he brings his girlfriend on Sunday she has no idea who I am and she tells me this she goes I did not know who you are I, I had to look you up you're in my Google search And I was like, yeah, you can find me on Google, sure. That's great, yeah. So we're talking, her her boyfriend's talking it up about Mario games and stuff, and we're just chatting. And then she goes, (laughs) it's about 20 minutes later, she goes, I do have another question. And this, I'm telling you, this is a really good impersonation. (laughs) She looks me dead in the eye and she goes, how do you get so much volume in your hair." <laughs> I kid you not, man. I just sat there and went, Wow! My agent's falling off his chair. He's laughing so hard. And I felt bad for her because he was laughing so hard. I was, I was embarrassed for her. But she was serious. She was dead serious. How do you get so much volume in your hair? So I told her, <laughs> I was like, I wash my hair, I condition my hair, I blow dry my hair, I brush it back, and I spray it with Swab Max Hold. Okay. <laughs> now it's a little more, it's lo- a little bit longer, so I'm not doing that particular procedure the same way anymore. Because now it's not, it's a little flatter because it's heavier. So not so much volume, I apologize.
0: I one more What was your favorite game
1: that you recorded before? Probably 3D World because of Meowser. I really liked the challenge of Meowser because it's a voice actor, you're just goofing around and you're playing a lot and sure they've got ideas of what they want, or you can sometimes look at the character and say, Oh, that's what the character looks like. I think that character would sound like this. I think that character would sound like this and it was me. That's what I think he would sound like. You just make stuff up. You get to play. It's a hoot. But so whenever they whenever they push the button, it, it's a moment of sweat, but they push that talk back button and go. I don't know. You know, because you ask them, what do you want them to sound like? Yeah, I don't know. Make something up. And <laughs> you are like, all right. <laughs> so 3D World for, because of Meowser, because it was, it was, it's not, it does not sound like rocket surgery because it's not. You know, it's like, oh, it's a cat and it's Bowser. Combine the two. Well, do it with your voice and, and tell me how much fun it is. You know? So I like the challenge. I do. So that's why that's my favorite, probably. But as far as other characters go, probably Yoshi. I like Yoshi. But I don't record Yoshi. And no, I am not Bowser Jr. No. One more question. Ooh, look. We're moving along. Sure. Any of them that they'll let me. I told I told J. Michael Tatum, who is the lead adaptive scriptwriter for Attack on Titan, I said, oh, dude, I just want to get eaten by a Titan. And they go, most of those guys will go, everybody at Funimation wants to get eaten by a Titan. <laughs> I was like, I'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm hoping for Titan because season four is gonna be the last, the last season of that. And that's coming up fall of 2020. And uh, I'd love, to, of course, I'd love to be in My Hero. And, and I mean, I'll do any of it. I just like to, I like to go into the studio and record. That's just, I eat it up, that and live theater, but since I started doing conventions, I don't do so much theater anymore, it's kind of sad. Because yeah. you know, it's, when, I did, when I did Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, it was community theater, but it was a five week run, and I was gone for two of the five weeks. I was like I got shows, man. I'm going to Atlanta and then the week after that I'm going to, you know, somewhere else and they're like, "We'll get we'll get we'll get Eric Richardson to cover for you. Hi Eric, if you see this, I, it's a shout out." <laughs> one
0: more. Yes, one
1: last one. So you like show, Oh man, you know what I want to do? I want to play Javert in uh, Les Mis. I I love singing stars. It's a great song. Everybody's like, oh, you don't want to be Jean Valjean? I'm like, no, it's too hard. That's a lot of work, man. I mean, I would, it would be a great challenge. And I think that if I, would, if I took better care of my voice and I actually warmed up, like when I'm supposed to do and stuff, instead, I get up, I go to the green room, I grab coffee, and I come out to my table and go without warming up. It's not really good for you. But yeah, I would, I would love to be in Le Mis. Because I've done I've done carousel, uh, God I was in one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I've done so many great shows that was so much fun, but it's so stressful because there's no cut take you know thing. Mm. You just stare at them with your fake martini. <laughs> yeah, I'm flashing back again. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody, please, please give Kenny a big. But
1: thank you guys for coming. Thank you so much. And thank you, Kim. Yeah. This was fun. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check him out on Facebook and Twitter. And That's all, folks.